You are listening to Big Trouble in Little Podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. peeps and welcome to another edition of big trouble podcast slash nemesis project while we are here at episode 75 of resident evil movie franchise and we are on apocalypse i'm joe doves i'm with i'm andy and zach <laughs> I- i'm doing the fucking nwo kind of scott hall Arrow, you know, pointing the fingers like you're next to me. So yeah, but we can't see you. Mm-hmm. I know. Ver- verbally, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. But we are here doing Resident Evil because, because, uh, yeah, these movies we're talking about, and I'm roboting. Hello, I'm back. Andy, what the hell have you been watching? <laughs> Uh, fuck all. I don't know. This last week, I was pretty worthless. All I did was watch some more Parks and Rec in my downtime. I watched a couple more episodes of, of Mrs. Maisel. It's still hilarious. Mm-hmm. I watched a fuck ton of like gun stuff on YouTube, and I got into a new series called The Great War. They um, recapped what happened in World War One every week, you know, 100 years after the fact. And it's still going, because even after the, the First World War ended, there was, like, the Russian Revolution, you know, the Bolsheviks and stuff like that. But, God damn it, it's so interesting, and I can't recommend it highly enough. It's like it's like getting a free college class, but it's really interesting, and you do it at your own pace, and each episode's, like, seven minutes or something. Super great. Sweet. And uh, I've been also watching gun stuff uh, on YouTube with my dad. But, uh, anyways, Zach. What have you been watching? Uh, I watched this movie we're going to talk about. and oh, um, I watched Paul Blart Mall Cop, too. Oh, yeah, we, we watched Paul Blart Mall Cop as I well. I was too drunk to remember. I remembered that. <laughs> um, I also watched, uh, uh, like, half of Raw. That, that was kind of it. I, I don't watch things. Mm-hmm. Did you get sick of Raw? Was it bad? No, I just missed the first half of it because I was busy doing something else. Oh, something more important than Raw. And it kind sure. of, and uh, with wrestling, usually now, like, the first half of Raw is really good because the payoff in every Raw is garbage. Unless something big happens, like Stone Cold is there or something. Yeah. Why would Stone Cold be there? Because uh, he has that new show, uh, Straight Up Steve Austin, that he needs to advertise. Weird. Yeah, straight up Steve Austin, brother. Why is that weird? It's on the same network. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a nice touch. <laughs> Every wrestler has a reality show on USA Network. Like Miz. You gotta just do a wrestling show already. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're supposed to, but he keeps postponing it. <laughs> well, we got, uh, we call it All Out coming this Saturday. So pretty much after that, we'll be talking about it. So keep an eye out on our wrestling podcast. 
Uh, what I've been watching, it was a lot of TV shows. Uh, watch Travelers on Netflix Season 2. It's about uh, time travelers from the future going into people's bodies like host. Like their conscious goes into like a uh, person that dies during the present time and they have to save the future. It's Rude. Really, <laughs> it, it's really good. Uh, I also watched Colony, the TV show where aliens came to Earth and there's like a wall between like you know wealthy alien people like the elitists and then like the poor people I'd rather watch district nine <laughs> it was pretty much like that yeah and then i watched some uh, tng and that's the next generation star trek yay good job yeah so uh catching up on that i'm gonna be going through all the star treks like voyage uh deep space nine and all that crap but uh other than that, I just ha haven't been watching a lot of stuff. I have a lot of uh, life stuff getting in my way. And I, I just bought a uh, Chevy uh, Trailblazer today. So, new truck. Cool. But moving on to some Resident Evil Apocalypse. West Why is it called Apocalypse? It's the second one. Um, I don't know. Because this, the city gets nuked. Yeah, I guess. And there's a zombie outbreak. Both of those are apocalyptic scenarios. It's like times two. I know, but it just, like, the way it presents itself, they obviously want there to be sequels. And they're like, Apocalypse! Ah! If anything, the third one should have been called Apocalypse. You'll see when you watch it. Is Apocalypse from the X Men in it? No, I wish. <laughs> it would be a, a ten times more better if that was the case. Apocalypse literally means the complete final destruction of the world as re as described in the biblical book of Revelation. <laughs> That's what it seems like in the third movie, honestly. Alright. Um, last movie we pretty much destroyed to oblivion because it was straight up garbage and I right off the bat I, I just want to say at least there was structure to this uh, movie that uh, Apocalypse. Like, I felt like oh. there was a point A to a point B, and in the first movie, it was more like point A, and then let's split off the the timeline a little bit, and then, oh, we got to the train in the end. Well, yeah, before we move ahead, uh, I tried to research something we were talking about in the last episode, which was, like, we couldn't wrap our heads about why there weren't any video game characters in it, and, like, why it seemed like it was so heavily detached from, you know, the story that was established in the games. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was going to try to research that, but I, I just never got around to it. I forgot. Well, I tried to do that before tonight, and I could find jack shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like, like, Paul W.S. Anderson gave this stupid uh, explanation that it, he tried to say something like he didn't want to tie the games into the movies because... There were too many bad game movie tie-ins, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> That's kind of a non-reason. That's it's it was kind of a fucking stupid statement, especially in hindsight. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 this this one they like they put Jill Valentine, Carlos, and uh, uh, Nikolai and shit. Like it felt like he was pressured to put you know, Arzy. Like all right, I guess I got to put the game characters in there. I mean, he pretty much put the whole cast of RE3 in there, really. Mm -hmm. And pretty much that, 
This is why I, I like this film, uh, not because of my love of Nemesis, uh, which is rubber in this movie, by the way. Um, Doves loves rubber. You heard it here. <laughs> but it's pretty much Resident Evil 3, the movie, with uh, like some side stories with the little fucking girl and uh, uh, the head of Umbrella. But what I like about this film is that they put umbrella as the villain last one it's kind of like oh an outbreak happened we have to get out of here and umbrella wasn't really the villain the uh the red queen was the villain but at least we get at least we get to see the organization of how it is in the games where you're just like we're this evil corporation uh we're gonna nuke your fucking city (laughs) and then you know the nemesis project and the alice project uh, but I really want to get Andy's point of view on this movie. What'd you think of it? I thought it was awful. <laughs> Did you want more than that? Or... I, I want more than that. I, I haven't played Resident Evil 3. I don't know much about it beyond listening to you guys' episode about it. Hmm. Um, I'm aware, you know, I'm aware of Jill, obviously, duh. But um, I don't know, like, Jill's in this movie, but it almost seems, like, spiteful. They're like, fine, Jill's in this movie, but she fucking sucks, nerds. What do you think now? Isn't my wife hot or whatever? I mean, he wrote the movie. He didn't direct it, but I don't know. It's, the, the movie, it's just, it's so spiteful. It's, it's dumb. It's, it's almost like, why even bother have Jill in this movie if you're just going to do that with her? Can we? Yeah, like when the... Oh, sorry, Zach, you go. Go ahead, sorry. No, no, you go. I was just going to say that... Um, I, I was pointing out to him, like, when the movie was starting, it's like, oh, yeah, she's in this, but just wait. They they totally fucking make her a jobber throughout this whole movie. Every time she goes to do something, it fucks up, it fails. Alice comes in and does it perfectly. <laughs> Every time without fail, almost. And it's so infuriating if you're a fan of the fucking games. <laughs> and it's pretty clear. Uh, was uh, the director and Mila, like, together at this point? Like, were they an item? As far as I know. Yeah, I think they got married shortly before this movie came out, but Paul Anderson only wrote this one. Some other fucking schmuck directed it. Yeah, but it shows that, like, Alice has to... Because, yeah, Alice is part of the program. She's going to be, you know, uh, the most powerful person out of everybody. But I feel like Jill Valentine at least should have had a bigger part. And it wasn't. And... Can we really talk about that Jill Valentine scene where she goes to the police department and almost like like shoots the zombies and shooting handcuffs off? And... Nothing comes of that. All all it is is to introduce that character. Like that's the only meaning meaningful thing that happens in that scene. She's like, "Oh, you shoot him in the head." Uh, uh, I I know what's going on here, and then it just like cuts, and they never allude to it again. Waste of time. <laughs> Shout out to the fucking like I guess sergeant that goes Valentine, and I'm like, <laughs> it was just crazy because she just walked into the police station and immediately started fucking headshotting zombies like while the cops were trying to detain them, which I thought was funny too. Is like they were trying to de- detain zombies. If someone walked into a police station and started shooting, I imagine they would get shot by the police. Yeah, well they were too scared. They were wrestling zombies in handcuffs. <laughs> they were busy. I just thought that scene was... One, it was funny. When I saw this in movie theaters, I kind of marked out because of Jill Valentine in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, But 
at the same time, looking at it now, I'm just like, wow, that scene sucked dick. But I, 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 I'm disappointed. <laughs> but I laughed so fucking much when that happened. And uh, what was with the exposition that Jill Valentine is a disgrace of an officer? Are they trying to say because of the events in the first game that she came Presumably back? Presumably Umbrella covers it up. Or... Yeah, due, due to events that happened in the first game that they didn't cover in the first movie. <laughs> so any, any normies that didn't play the fucking game doesn't, it doesn't have any idea who the fuck she is. Yeah, she's just some weirdo. <laughs> well, what happened? Yeah, they, they tried to cover it up, and basically they tried to make it out that the stars were incompetent, and they accidentally blew up like a fucking mansion and killed people or something. Mm-hmm. They basically smeared him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I, I was like, damn. I was like, it's kind of retarded. You know, you survived that, you know, uh, mansion, and then you come back, and you're just fucking suspended. But I, I see the point now of Umbrella covering up. But one more, th- one more thing about this Jill Valentine scene. Uh, when she... <laughs> Uh, instead of getting the handcuff keys and, you know, letting the guy go, he, she shoots it. Just, che- mm-hmm. just, just cheesy and stupid. Fucking dumb. She hasn't got time for that. She's, she's got shit to do. She stars, brother. She's elite. She can fucking, she, her accuracy is top notch. I mean, I thought she was a master of unlocking, but I mean, if you're, she's just using a the gun, then I don't think that requires much learning. I mean, she unlocked those handcuffs with the bullet. Um, I do like the you know stars finally being in this movie. Um, I I kind of wish. Sort of. Well, you know the 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 uniform. I was like, that's pretty cool. You know they got the detail down, but that but that should have been in the first movie. The first movie should have been Mansion, Uh, not the not the Hive. I mean, it was a Mansion, but. Not the mansion that we wanted. <laughs> yeah. A mansion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Zach, you brought it up before that they put, like, uh, video game scenes in this movie, especially when Alice is running away from the helicopter shooting at her, which was, you know, Claire and Code, uh, yeah. Code Veronica. Yeah, they, they lifted a straight up a cutscene from Code Veronica, almost exactly, which I, I pointed out to Andy. This whole fucking sequence is from Code Veronica. For some reason, they put it in this movie and gave it to this character. Well, they knew that they weren't going to be um, doing that story justice, so they decided to just steal what they like. Uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> now, Andy... You did. You did say what you disliked about it, kind of. Uh, what did you like about it, if there is any? Um, I'm hoping this is the beginning of a trend where these movies start getting closer to what they actually need to be, and that is this movie has more just like stupid. We have guns and there's a bunch of action, and as mindless and dumb and stupid and sometimes boring as it is, that's what I want out of these movies. I just want there to be like a bunch of like balls to the wall crazy like soldiers with guns kind of stuff mm-hmm. even though some of the parts of this this movie that were the most boring were two soldiers in the street doing stuff to no effect mm-hmm. but I don't know, it, it, it got a little closer to that um it makes less than zero sense but the scene in the graveyard is absolutely ridiculous and stupid and not sense making as it is <laughs> <laughs> kind of fun 
Yeah, I mean, there's definitely fun in this film uh, compared to the first one where, you know, everybody's stupid and be like, zombies, zombies and stuff. And what is this liquor doing in this container? This is more like, oh my god, look, there's a nemesis. Oh my god, look, there's a liquor. Oh my god, zombies. So, um, I mean, I did appreciate that. Zach, what did you uh, like or hate about the movie? Well, I, I still hate the script. I still, I still hate the writing. Mm. Um, I still hate how they try to de-emphasize as much of the the game story as they can. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I like that they put Jill in this movie. I almost said this game, and um, that actress they picked for her. I think her name's uh, Sienna Guillory or something. Perfect, by the way. I thought she was pretty good. I think if there was a better script and a better director and it was actually supposed, oh, this is a Resident Evil movie with her in it, that probably would have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she was pretty badass. She was pretty cool. The few lines she had, the few times she could be cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I like some of the stuff with her just kind of walking around, kind of like exploring and stuff. And I'm like, oh, this this feels like the game a little bit for like a minute. <laughs> And then it's over. But I also like how that, yeah, it got kind of ridiculous, like Andy was talking about. The, the scene in the graveyard with the zombies coming out of the fucking dirt, that's, I was like, that's from the game. That happens in three. She goes through the graveyard and there's zombies. Still doesn't make sense because it's like a virus. Why is that penetrating graves? But It's stupid, but it's cool. Yeah. I also like the stuff in the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, there never really was like a school thing in in Resident Evil actually, so that was kind of unique. It put Silent um, Hill in my mind when they were sculpting around the school. Yeah, it did for me too. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because I had the middle of the movie felt more Silent Hill than a Resident Evil uh, movie than anything, and yeah. I, I was like, uh, back then I was like, wait a second, because I was stupid and young. I was like, are they mixing Silent Hill with Resident Evil somehow? And then I was Is this done. a crossover? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I thought it was neat, but I think that's just the director being an idiot. Not the director, but the writer being an idiot and being like, oh, I played Silent Hill and Resident Evil before, so let me mix them in together, like, you know, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. But, uh, mm. I don't know. Um, out of the three movies that I did see in Resident Evil, I felt like this one had a better structure because when uh, obviously when we watch the next one you're gonna see that it's gonna be scrambled eggs again we're just be like what the fuck is going on here uh, at least this one um you know they had like a, a party of a group just like the last one i guess uh which i think had a better characters than the last one uh, I, I didn't mind the reporter. Uh, I thought the guy with the fucking hand cannon, uh, was retarded. Uh, I forgot the black guy's name. The stars members, uh, he was pretty cool. I don't know that they ever said his name. I think we talked about that while we were watching the movie. Yeah. I wish the cowboy, the cowboy sniper dude who I, I wished was Chris. That was awesome. Like, I was like, oh, I'm going to like this character. And then he, like, died immediately. And I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I wish he, he lasted longer. Uh, you know, Nemesis hunting down Stars members. I, I, 
I marked out both times back then and, you know, watching it and again, I was like, yeah. But then I looked at Nemesis' fucking costume and I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it's nothing like Nemesis. That, that fucking pissed me off so much this time watching I'm like, he's like the antithesis of Nemesis. He's so fucking, He's really small and he's slow and he's bumbling. This is bullshit. And you only know his backstory in the comics. Like, he was a boxer or something like that, and they uh, he got infected, and then he was pretty much part of the Nemesis program. Um, but I really hate what they did in the first movie, where he gets a scratch on his arm. He's like, bro, you should fucking bring him to the Nemesis program. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> but, uh, and then they had to have, it, have that stupid face-off. He's like, this is what we've been waiting for, people. You know, ne- activate the Nemesis and Alice program, and then they have like that stupid fight. What did everybody think of that fight? Because I thought it was stupid as shit. Yeah, it's awful. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna go last, but you know, it's just, it's, I don't, it's not even interesting. I also, by the way, all the fights in this movie are awful because I can't tell what the fuck's going on in any of them. I didn't mind the church scene with the uh, the liquors. I thought that was pretty neat. And, you know, just like when you game and stuff, like, oh, where's the liquor? He's on the ceiling and shit. Like, I thought that was cool. But Nemesis and then... Uh, I fucking love Nemesis, and they ruined it. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I, I hated that fight scene, too. It was, you know, it was trash. And it was doing a bunch of that... That shit that got really popular around that time, like the early aughts, mid aughts, where like everybody wanted to film fight action scenes and shit and have like really fast cuts where you couldn't tell what the fuck was happening. And they thought that was great for some reason. Mm. I hate that shit so much. And I I feel like they're like, oh, we got, uh, I I don't know how to say her fucking name, Jokovic, Jokovic, Mila. I'm going to just say Mila. Uh, And they're like, we need another star. Who can we get? Like Mike Epps, let's get Mike Epps in here. You know the guy goes uh, GTA motherfucker two hundred points, and I'm like, <laughs> apparently that role was originally going to be played by Snoop Dogg, but he dropped out of the project or some shit. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, that would have put it over the top. Yeah, that would have been the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, because like the eventually some of these actors, like I guess get famous after this movie like Oded Fair the guy who plays Carlos uh, he, he does some great movies later on um, <laughs> I wouldn't say like movie theater but he, he he's noticed on uh, Netflix at least uh, by cracking that beer yeah other than that Mila, Mike Epps and Oded like those are the only people and maybe Jared Harris the guy that goes I need you to find my daughter and all that stuff who like defects from Umbrella because he finds out Umbrella is like assholes. Uh, that, that that guy who played Nikolai, I think, was in a few things that were actually pretty good after this movie. Oh, Zach Ward. It's like he was. Yeah, yeah, he was he was in a few things that were successful. I don't remember what they were off the top of my head, but I, I remember used used to think like, oh, he's in this. Like, I didn't know that. Like, you know. Huh. Oh. Here's a movie, uh, Postal by uh, Uwe Ball. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and Transformers and Freddy vs. Jason. I mean, those are pretty big movies, but still. 
postal. <laughs> um, the Nikolai scene was fucking funny when the uh, umbrella drops uh, a package and he's like, "We don't need weapons. We need evacuation." I fucking love that line. <laughs> Also, Nikolai in this movie is nothing like Nikolai in the game. Total exact opposite of the character. Mm-hmm. It was just like, in, in the game, like, I guess, spoilers, I mean, he fucking watched the video. He's kind of an antagonist. Yeah. And, ah, oh man, Paul W.S. Anderson could suck a dick. I'm just going to put that out there. He needs to stop writing and making movies, but, uh... I do... I don't in the games there was no like part where it was just like oh we need to have our you know tyrants face each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's just fucking retarded um what else do we want to talk about uh because I'm trying to grasp the air here and I'm trying to think what else I liked about it. I mean, the action scenes were okay. Some of it. They were. Some of them were okay. The ones where you could tell what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you go. I'll, I'll say that the tyrant, the the nemesis, uh, Alice fight is the official start, the beginning, of the whole ridiculous Alice is God fucking plot line. Oh, she did run down a building before that. Um, yeah, it was. She drove a motorcycle through a church window. Yeah, how did she know they were there? Uh, she's got the script. Super senses. What's that on the side of the motorcycle? Is that the script? Uh, let's put it this way: Alice is like the Hulk Hogan of this movie. Uh, oh my god! And it only gets worse as we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's talk. Let's go straight to the end. Um, when she becomes a Terminator. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why was her eyes, like, robot? Like, is she a robot? Or does, like, the T-Virus put in some, like, nano-machines where somehow your eyes are robot-y? I wonder that, too. Like, do they give her, like, electronic contact lenses or replace her eyeballs? Or what? I don't know, because when they say activate the Alice thing, like, her, the umbrella logo was like flashing on her eyes, and I'm like, which is stupid. <laughs> and then she had, then she had like vision, like there was a computer in her face and her fucking brain. <laughs> like, what the? I forgot all about that shit. Honestly, I was like, what the fuck's happening? Why is what? I hate the. I hate. I hope they get away from this. But the first, first two Resident Evil so far have done the same thing, where it's like it feels like the movie ends and then it doesn't, and then there's like a ten minute like epilogue teaser or whatever a 10 10 minute gotcha yeah it's stupid get get this out of the way put this at the beginning of the next movie yeah and i don't know they keep doing it by the way they do it throughout the whole series because i don't remember it being an extinction i remember obviously in resident one where she cocks the shotgun and then like oh it's you know uh raccoon city and then this one it's kind of like oh you're uh you're this like Terminator tyrant thing, and you, you almost stabbed the guy in the eye with a pen just so it looked cool on camera, but didn't hit him in the face with your elbow. And I'm like, I, I believe they show it again in Extinction. Like, you see that scene again, just like how you saw the scene 
where she pulls all those needles out of her. I actually skipped that scene. I was like, I don't need to see that again. <laughs> I fast forward it because I was tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, she has powers now. By the way, she has fucking mind melting powers. Yes. Oh my god, when she stares at the camera and the guy's eyes bleed and, like, dies. Bullshit. I don't get it. Like, I still am trying to... I kind of forgot about that because of how stupid it is. I still don't understand what's happening. And what's funny is, like, Paul W.S. Anderson must have studied the game really well because there are certain characters, uh, which I don't know their names, but I remember their faces, and he tries to, like trying to find a face and what they wear in the game it's like i remember somewhere in the game where uh a security guard probably from umbrella like died or you know the guy with the hand cannon like i i, I believe i've seen him before i just don't know what game but uh <laughs> well i can tell you for sure there's never a moment in any of these games where somebody looks at somebody and then their brain bleeds out of their eyes and their nose mm-hmm <laughs> Nobody ever has powers like that. Alexia has weird powers, but that's because of weird pseudoscience bullshit they pull in it. There's an, there's an explanation for it, unlike in this movie. <laughs> I hate I hated how the daughter talked, by the way. I felt like it was a fake British accent that was being forced. Crikey. <laughs> uh, I'm infected just like you, Alice. And then just like... <laughs> When were you gonna tell us this? I was like, yeah, exactly, bitch. Get out of my get out of my scene. Um, Nikolai, when he's introduced to the team in the, in the in the school, I just love like he shoots the zombie and then he shoots the other zombie behind uh, Jill Valentine's back. It was like a quick cut from him. I, I thought it was hilarious, but that's just me. Uh, I, don't even I don't even remember that. I just remember the part where he does that, and he's like, I'm about your service, and he fucking dies. Yeah. Like, immediately right after he does that, and he looks cool, he dies. <laughs> oh, no, what about the Nikolai scene where he goes up to the dog, and he shoots it, and he's like, stay. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but uh, I, I think, is there anything we should talk about before we uh, give like our recommendations and our rating? <laughs> Judging by the silence, I'm guessing not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, eh, the 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 nemesis. I, I did read one interesting thing that didn't really come up, but this this movie was originally supposed to be called Resident Evil Nemesis, but after Star Trek took that name, they said, uh, "No, we'll rename it." God damn. Who cares? Like, <laughs> there are so many movies that have the same fucking name in it. It's just like, just do it. Yeah, but it's really specific, and it was only like two years prior, and that movie was like a box office failure, and they didn't want to associate themselves with failure, so they made a movie and failed all on their own instead. They didn't fail. That movie succeeded. Yeah, isn't that disgusting? Mm -hmm. uh, no, hey, oh, you know another thing. This is sort of related. Uh, when I was trying to do research about, like, you know, why, like, why they do the things they do in these, I found out that there's a lot more people in what you think that actually like these movies and, and think that they're actually pretty good. Well, Roger Ebert's not one of them. Yeah, he fucking hated it. But sometimes <laughs> his opinions are fucking weird about movies. Didn't he give Paul Bart, like, fucking four, three out of four or some shit? I don't know. He was right on this one. 
it was at the end of the year it was on his list of the worst movies oh yeah it was i was shocked i was like man people have awful taste in movies (laughs) they do that's why hollywood keeps making awful movies because they make money yeah and it's pretty true because the people that i talk to at my my job I, I go, hey, did you see this on Netflix? And they go, no, I saw, you know, the movie Resident Evil, uh, all the Resident Evil movies, and they were awesome. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> okay. But um, I'm guessing, here's what I'll say. I do recommend this film because it's a, it has some good action scenes in it, and it has somewhat of a good structure to it. But... Um, it's still bad in a way, but I'm still going to put it as a recommendation. Uh, Andy, what about you? Uh, no, I do not recommend this movie. Your time is better spent elsewhere. And Zach? Only if you're drunk. <laughs> sure. So, like, if you're drunk with friends, it's fun enough. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not drunk by yourself or sober by yourself. If you're drunk by yourself, you might get enraged, especially if you like these games. You might start breaking things. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our ranking. Andy, you go first since you uh, hate the series so far. I uh, I do hate this movie, but I hated it less than the first one. So I put it just above it at a temporary number two just because I don't know. I don't know where everything's going to go. So cool. it's Zach, better than the first one. Zach, uh, I'm actually surprised by your ranking so far. What's yours? Uh, I put it at five above the first movie at six because, like, I do think this, I like this one better. I do think it's a little bit of a better movie in a few ways, but, like, uh, still, it's it's still kind of bad. I sort of, the way memory serves... I remember the further they got off the path, like into the weeds, into this shit, and the more ridiculous it got, the more hilarious it became. Mm-hmm. And like that's why I started to like kind of enjoy it as just a bad movie rather than uh, you know I'm trying to watch a Resident Evil movie here. It's a joke. You go into it knowing it's a fucking joke. Yeah. Um, me on the other hand, I out of the three so far, and I know we haven't watched Extinction yet. And you probably know that it will go at a certain spot, but Apocalypse for me is my favorite movie out of out of the three. Uh, maybe when I watch the other three, uh, it will change my mind. Maybe something will go above that, but uh, that's going to always be my number one Resident Evil movie to go to if there is no other movies out there, which there is movies out there to watch more than any Resident Evil movie. But uh, I have it at number one, uh, and then I have Resident Evil 2002 at number two. Uh, before we yeah. before we sign off, we have some uh, news that came out of the D what was it D twenty three or something like that. There D twenty three is the annual Disney event. They always announce a bunch of nonsense there. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars, our favorite franchise, one of our favorite franchises that we like to talk about <laughs> a lot on our show. Uh, they announced the the Mandalorian, the bounty hunting show that's going to be on Disney Plus. Well, they released a trailer. It was announced a long time ago. Yeah, and boy, the the budget on that TV show looks fucking good. It looks really cool, but my favorite part is that it's Werner Herzog narrating it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that, that's cool. It gave me chills. I was like, ah, it's cool. I love Werner Herzog. He's the best. 
and they use the miniature uh, for the ships and stuff. So I'm actually excited about that. On how they filmed it, it's not going to be. All, I mean, obviously there's CGI in it, but they used the miniatures, so maybe it'll accidentally be good. Maybe I've been wondering if maybe like TV isn't what's going to save Star Wars because the movies have all been too. But the uh, Mandalorian looks cool. You know, looks cool. It could still be awful. And then this whole Ian McGregor returning as Obi-Wan thing, hey, it's got me kind of excited. Yeah. Uh, Zach, what do you think about the Mandalorian and uh, Ewan McGregor coming back? Oh, uh, uh, I heard about the Mandalorian thing because uh, I think that was talked about first, like way ahead of any of these other ones. It was. It, the trailer uh, came out before D23 started, I think. Yeah. But um, first I was like, pretty skeptical i'm like okay and then uh of course uh you know how the other movies have turned out so far and then my prospects for it went lower mm-hmm. um and the trailer was it makes it look pretty pretty fucking cool honestly um so like i'm kind of cautiously optimistic for it and the obi-wan thing is kind of cool because you know like nostalgia slash you know it just reminds me like None of those movies are good, but, like, Ewan McGregor's a good actor. If he had directed better, he had a better script, the shit would be better. Yes, definitely. And I think um, I think it would be pretty cool to see what Obi-Wan did after the prequels and see him, you know, age to what he became. Well, they still, got, they still got Darth Maul in the mix, and that's what I want to see happen. I want to see, like, that weird rematch where he kills him for reals this time or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, there's, there's stories to be told there, so, like, it, it's... You know they got they got mileage out of that character still that they can use. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. I think I, me obviously I'm big into TV shows. I like that they spend more time discussing a character rather than packaging it into a two hour movie. So I, I'm excited for Mandalorian and what they bring to D. Uh, I almost said D twenty three. Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. I mean, it's got a bunch of interesting people attached to it. Like, I already mentioned Warren Herzog, who, you know, I'm in love with. But, you know, <laughs> John Favreau knows how to make stuff. Uh, Nick Nolte's going to be in it. Carl Weathers is going to be in it. Some other people. Oh, damn. Yeah, so I, it could be good. Mm-hmm. And um, Rise of, uh, pretty much episode nine, Rise of the Skywalker, I, I think that's the title. Um, me being skeptical from The Last Jedi... Uh, me having change of feelings on The Last Jedi and me loving J.J. Abrams, love that he put a little twist in there that could be a red herring, which I think is a red herring. I hope so. I like when they do that. I like when the trailer isn't stuff that's in the movie, but everyone seems to be forgetting. Like Everyone's like, oh my god, at the end of Red Lightsaber. Does everyone not, did all these people not see um, Empire? Did they not see the tree that Luke goes into? It could just be that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or another theory, which I have, uh, and many people do, is that there's going to be different clones of Rey uh, because Palpatine did have a big cloning uh, idea yeah. from taking stuff from Anakin and Luke Skywalker and uh, all the great Jedis and stuff. So maybe she's like a mixture of all of them. But I remember J.J. Abrams saying in an inter- interview that they're going to do something in Star Wars that they never done before. And the Time only- travel. Other universes. Yes. No. 
<laughs> it's gonna be something really stupid like that. I doubt it. Yeah, and I, I, I do. I'm, I like. I'm not looking forward to this movie for a lot of the same reasons that you are looking forward to it. Like, um, Force Awakens was fine. It was an entertaining movie. I'd watch it again if someone wanted to watch it. Mm. But it didn't take any risks or anything, and that's fine. That that's the movie that they needed to make to establish Star Wars as a franchise again. And I'm on record as defend soft defending Last Jedi. Like it's still not a great movie, but I enjoyed it, and it took a lot of risks that I found entertaining. It subverted my expectations, but you know, like not in a snarky way. Like Lol. I, I saw some interesting stuff in that movie. It was just too long and had a ton of problems. But this movie, they're going to very much backpedal. J.J. Abrams is back. Um, Everyone's going to be looking over his shoulder. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy and everyone else is going to be making sure it was done right. And I feel like we're going to get another really safe derivative. I feel like they're going to take a lot of cues from the Marvel movies. And I'm sure it'll be an entertaining movie. Like, I'm sure it's going to be worth the $10 or whatever I pay to see it. Mm. But I, I, just, I just don't feel like it's going to be great. And that's a shame because it's like wrapping up this huge saga. Oh, my God. Like, the trailer even uses stuff from all the other movies. That's a nice nod. But I just know it's it's not – it's going to be good, not great. That's what I think. Yeah, it's, it's definitely ending the Skywalker saga. And it's pretty sad that uh, there was a division, I mean, in the last movie – uh, I feel like from the last movie that whatever, uh, fuck, I forgot the guy's name who, who made the movie, but his new, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, his new ideas that he wanted to implement in his trilogy that he's going to be doing, uh, that it could, they should have just showed it in that trilogy and just kept it with the Skywalker saga in some ways so that we have a good ending uh, and I do agree with you, Andy, even though I'm like kind of hyped because I do love J.J. Abrams because of Lost, by the way, <laughs> not because of the Star Trek movies. Uh, another thing with J.J. Abrams is he did the same thing with Star Trek with time travel and multiple universes kind of thing, even though they, I don't know, I they kicked it off. But that's that's very much more a Star Trek thing like mm -hmm. that. That comes up in Star Trek all the time. Yeah. But J.J. Abrams. It, he does have his unique unique way of being like, oh, here's a twist, but not like the M. Night Shyamalan twist, but something better. He always makes me think, like, he's as good at making big-time movies as Steven Spielberg is, but I feel like he lacks some of the charm. Like, there's stuff in Spielberg movies that are, like, Spielbergian, but there's not, like, a J.J. Abrams feel to movies. I don't know if that makes any sense. I, I think what J.J. Abrams does really well is that he knows how to uh, tickle that nostalgia feel. Um, he did it in uh, Force Awakens, and I feel like he's going to do that in some way, which is kind of... Well, that'll make it a really lame and boring movie. Yeah, and but people eat that shit up, and that's why Hollywood is so dumb, because these directors and writers and you know production companies, they know that all we need to do is have something nostalgia for Ghost, uh, Ghostbusters or Star Wars or Terminator, and people are going to love it. And I do admit I did have that in The Force Awakens, and I thought that it would carry over into The Last Jedi, where you know, something would be on their own, but definitely should hit the fan. Mm. 
But, Zach, what, what was your opinion on the trailer? What'd you think? Um, I don't know. I really, uh, I guess it's kind of boring, but I just, I don't know. It's the trailer. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, trailers. That's 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 the that's the internet we live in now. Is Comic Con and D twenty three and stuff release trailers, and everyone's got a hot take on Twitter, and Facebook. Oh my god, I saw it. Did you see it? I saw it. It's like, oh, is it Evil Ray? I guess. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I and, hope it turns evil. That would be unexpected and cool and interesting. But what? the biggest missed opportunity is at the end. Well, the end. The where where last shit I should have ended. Where Kylo Ren's like, we should join forces and just do our own thing. God damn it, I wish that would have happened. That would have... <laughs> ah, God damn it, that would have been fun. Mm-hmm. But no. No, like I said, they 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 wanted to do something different. And I feel like Ray is not... That's why I think the clone idea is going to be happening. Um, where Ray fights her dark side self clone. On how stupid that is, but... Um, <clears throat> it'd be interesting. At least. I mean, why does she need? Uh, I don't know. That's uh, I'll I'll wait and see. But I mean, uh, uh, apparently, according to the trailers and teasers, she's gonna fight Kylo Ren like three fucking times in three different places. What the fuck? Well, <laughs> he, here's another theory that's going around that's really fucking stupid. Because I'd rather have the clone idea than what this idea is all about. Apparently, Palpatine is going to be inside of Rey and like possess her. And then Luke is gonna go into Kylo Ren, and that's why there's gonna be like a like a a switch, a heel face switch kind of thing going on. And I double think, turn. Yeah, and I think that's stupid as hell. I, I don't. But that is really stupid. But uh, I don't know. They could do something with that at least. I guess. Yeah. I just. It would just be a, such a disappointment that they like did a really good job creating a new trilogy with new characters and that you know the new characters are supposed to carry the series now that's why like han and luke are dead and stuff and then they would just backpedal and do that and just have it about palpatine and luke that would be that'd be kind of a disappointment yeah i i I just hope it's not for that nostalgic reason and i hope palpatine has a bigger role and that he's just not in there to just go (laughs) dark side rise and like that's it like, I hope it's more than that. I hope there's an actual structure to the story for that. But who knows? I mean, anything mm. anything can happen in Disney now. <laughs> a lot of my uh, e- excitement for Star Wars, at least in the terms of the films, have, has died off. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have a lot of faith in it anymore, even if J.J. Abrams is doing another one. It's like, I feel like I'm at the spot I was in with the prequels again, but it's like for different reasons and there's a whole other different feel with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping like this one ends with a good, you know, ending of a story for the Skywalker saga. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in everything about star Wars. That's not movies anymore again. Just cancel Star Wars, everybody. Pack it up. It's time to go home. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just make cartoons or something. Yeah, why not? They're better than the movies. Uh, other than that, should we close the show? Yes, forever. This forever. is the last episode. <laughs> last episode, guys. We're not even going to finish Resident Evil. It's done. 
<laughs> they all suck together. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to catch catch all our uh, shows like Escape from SideQuest or The Nemesis Project or uh, I'm missing another one. Big Trouble the Podcast, this one that you're listening to right now. Uh, make sure to go to novnetwork.podbean.com. We're also on Apple iTunes, uh, which uh, you type in Nerd Review Network. And we're also on Spotify if you search Nerd Review Network. Make sure to download it. Give us a comment. Tell us if we suck or we're, or we're good. Just do, do anything. But until next time, everybody, have a good night and or a good day or a good morning or a good afternoon. See you later. Thanks for listening. See ya. Uh...